0: tuning into this episode of the Black Girl Nerds podcast. My name is Jamie and this episode is hosted by Ryan. This episode features two incredible segments. Our first segment features author Michaela King. She is the author of the book called Meet the COVID-19 Superfighters. It's a book that creates safety and awareness for kids to help keep them safe during COVID-19. She has seven series books that are planned to introduce each character and their superpowers that are based on how they fight. That segment is hosted by Ryan. In our second segment, we chat with Eric Tapper, Director of Business Development for Global Comics. And that's comics with an X. Global Comics is entirely focused on the success of indie creators and publishers of all sizes and regularly releases educational content and promotions to help enrich community as digital publishing takes a more prominent role in comics. So he is going to talk about the independent comic industry, web comics, and all of the fun, interesting stuff that goes with being an artist and creating your own seat at the table. And that segment is also hosted by Ryan. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Black Girl Nerds podcast. Welcome to the Black Girl Nerds
1: Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. And you guys know one of the things that I feel like classifies me as a Black Girl Nerd is I love to talk about superheroes because I get so caught up in their backstory and you know, the way they can come and help their community or help people around them. I'm like, well, what if I could be invisible or what if I could fly or you know what? How about fighting some germs, some diseases, which brings me to my guest today. Um, I want to welcome Michele King. Founder, creator, author, co-author of the COVID-19 Superfighters. And you guys are not going to believe this is a children's book, right? That's going to talk about the healthy and safety safety awareness for COVID-19, which I think is such an amazing idea. Um, So many cool images that kids are going to be able to grab onto. Can't wait for it to come out. Um, Michaela. thank you so much for joining me.
2: You're very welcome. Ryan, I am uh, super super psyched to be here. Uh, me and the Black Girl Nerds go back a little way, so it's really fun to uh,
1: be here today. Cool. See, we always like to bring back returning guests, especially when they can nerd out with us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, so um, yeah, I want to, <laughs> but I have you know I have had um, relationship with Black Girl Nerd and with Jamie, so that's what's oh, okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. All right, cool. That's cool. Um, so look, let's nerd off off the top. I got to ask you the the number one question first. Uh, growing up, did you have a favorite superhero, and why was that your favorite?
2: Um, I don't think I had a superhero. Hmm, Just, okay, except for my mom. Now you want to put oh, it like nice. this? Yeah, um, that's what, yeah. When I when I hear that, I'm thinking superhero, and I'm thinking animation, and you know all that. But in terms of a person as superhero, I would say my mom. Um, because Ryan, one of the main things is that we were also talking about today is the um, you know. Uh, Queen Nisha, we didn't have a Queen Nisha at that time. We didn't have a
1: black uh, super fighter. Mm-hmm. So yeah, my mom then. So all right, and speaking of getting into here with uh, with well, actually, I want to back up real quick because um, what I think is super cool about you because you got you're uh, multi talented, multi uh, hyphenated when it comes to what you can do: uh, voiceover artist, singer, or songwriter, actress. What For people that have the idea going around in their head and they want to kind of create, get get into writing, get into doing these books, comics, uh, what was the start for you like? How did you get into that? Um,
2: I started off as a a young kid. My mother was into acting in Chicago, and she used to perform at the McCormick Center and all of that. So I kind of got the bug from her.
0: And I was the
2: I was the only one that got the acting bug. <laughs> I'm the baby, and I got I got the acting bug, but I really <laughs> loved it because she could speak. So she, yeah. was, she was always speaking for the city of Chicago at major events and all of this. So I caught that, and so I would say um, I started on the stage just learning how to dance and different things very young. She put me into all of that, and then actually mm-hmm. in school. I um had to go from different um to different classes and tell them why I should be the queen of the school. And it was called stag. And oh, wow. I had to all go ahead. to the fifth graders, the the sixth graders, and everybody, and I had to give these speeches, right? They all came into the auditorium. So uh-huh. I started then speaking in front of my first audiences and I did win. I was the queen of the school. And when graduation came, I was able to talk to all the parents and all of the um uh, you know, everybody attending, all the students that were graduating as being the queen. Right. So that's kind of like starting in there.
1: Nice. All right. Well, see, it takes see, it just takes coming out, stepping out in class, everybody from a young age, just you know, figuring out what you can do and what you're good at, uh, using your talents. Um so wanna get into here, because we're mentioning queens a lot. Um, you know, definitely want to keep the black queen and everybody's narrative, uh, black lives matter period going into the time period that we're in. So um mm-hmm. want to talk about um, you sent me a video link, which I loved, by the way, um, this was put out by a Strongback lead. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What are we going to say? No, I'm saying all oh, I just I loved it, too. No, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So great. Um, But um, so, yeah, Strong Black Lead It's a sub brand of Netflix for listeners who are not aware of. um, But anyway, they put it out. They posted this video on Twitter. I'm talking about Angela Bassett, um, Kerry Washington, Loretta Devine. Like if you needed some modal of the all powerful, great Cicely Tyson, if you needed motivation for a day, this is the video. If you guys have not seen this on uh, Twitter, you need to go check it out. Um, that will give you, get you, like, just push you, just keep you pushing throughout the year. Great for um, coming into 2021. Uh, Tell me, Michele, for you, because I love that you sent me this. I was like, this is amazing. What was that? How motivational for that, I'm sorry, for that video was that for you? Um, And then how did you connect that inspiration to creating Queen Isha? I'm sorry.
2: Well, first of all, I agree with you 100%. The women that are there are people that I model. Um, I I respect them all. I love their work. So when I saw it, to me, it was like a confirmation of what I had created in Queenisha um, to Uh have the ability, being in the industry, you have to understand something. You know, it's always about, you know, our next role or the next job you do. Right. Because you're only it's always said it's only good as your last role or your last Mm -hmm. job, because when we work, we're immediately unemployed (laughs) because you do the job. You finish the commercial, you finish the film, you finish whatever, and you're not working anymore, per se. So Mm -hmm. you always have to think about, okay, I got to keep you know, you have to keep your your image clean. Am I correct?
1: (laughs) Right. That's true. Yeah, that's true.
2: So to take that opportunity for these women to step up and say, hey, I don't care. We're going Uh to say, you know, hey, Queen, hey, Queen, hey, Queen. And all the things that relate to us as Black women was just motivating. I was motivated Uh just like you. I had Uh created uh, Queen Isha um, last year. Uh, as everything just shut down in the industry and so forth, and I had already been following uh, about the COVID nineteen and so forth, and it was really very interesting to me of, about what was going on. And I had never been in a pandemic, and uh, you know, I was i mm. I was going through, and I'm sure a lot of other people were going through.
1: Right, but what right.
2: What Ryan, was the fact that I thought kids were being traumatized. Mm. I. Then when I went out into the stores and so forth and I saw it in their face, here they were with these masks. I can't remember having to go out and w- ride my bike with a mask. I don't know about right, you. Right,
1: right. <laughs> no, you know, yeah, no, definitely not.
2: Yeah. To go to school. So that was a, a motivation for me. And actually it was like the day after my mom's birthday, I'll never forget. It just came, you know, everything just came. And Queen Isha was already there. I mean, these characters just rolled out. I knew I wanted her to be black. I knew I wanted her to be regal. I knew I wanted her to be special. I knew that I wanted her to be compassionate. I knew that I wanted her to be a kick-butt fighter, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, and I you got to have a kick-butt her- fighter, yep. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? And I knew I wanted her to be someone that was aware of who she was. Mm, these, yeah. um, um, she is the leader of this unique squad from the universe of Zanzardia. And Zanzardia's planet is all about superior health. So she's basically plant-based. And she commands this army of all these vitamins and minerals and all of these cool things, vitamin D that she can, you know, turmeric with cucumanoids that become bioactive mm. and they can yeah. go out and fight <laughs> this evil coronavirus. So Uh, When that all started to take place, I also developed um, in these characters, they're all diverse, diverse characters Mm, Characters that mm -hmm. you would not normally see be the ones up front. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They wouldn't get those parts. So I deliberately made everyone diverse, but I really wanted to see a black woman be the lead. And that's what
0: Queen Isha means uh, in this. The Black Girl Nerds podcast will return in just a moment. All right, Black Girl Nerds listeners, keeping your body in shape is important, right? And keeping your mind sharp is just as important, if not more. So guess what I've been doing right now in 2021 during quarantine? I am trying to keep my mind right by leveling up my focus on Word Collect. Word Collect is my favorite new game. It's a word puzzle app, and guess what? It is free. Word Collect has over 2,000 levels, so you never get bored playing. It starts out easy, but as you know with a lot of these games, it gets harder as you get better. It's fun, and it's an addicting way to keep your mind sharp and grow your vocabulary. Right now, Word Collect is offering you 2,500 coins and 500 gems When you download and play, I've been playing this game for the last few weeks now and I'm loving it. I'm enjoying it and using my expanded vocabulary feels very, very fancy. So why don't you check it out yourself? Go to Apple or the Google store and search for Word Collect. And if you're like me, you want to get fit in the new year with a new mind and body, download Word Collect for free today. Nearly every business in the world relies on computing professionals to manage daily operations. I know a lot of you listeners are interested in coding, you're interested in the computer science industry, so this is something that you may want to check out. Oregon State University's in-demand online science computer programs will help you find your calling in the global job market. Consistently ranked in the nation's top 10 by U.S. News and World Report, Oregon State eCampus is an innovative provider of online education. It's renowned for its expertise in delivering computer science programs to students around the world. And it's got a Bachelor of Science program, as well as where you can earn a cybersecurity certificate if you're seeking a credential to add to your resume. And your online support system will consist of a dedicated student success coach, personal mentor, expert faculty, and industry experience and global student network. So what do you want to do? I think you should see for yourself why Oregon State eCampus is consistently ranked in the nation's top 10 by U.S. News and World Report. Accelerate your career today. Visit ecampus.oregonstate.edu forward slash nerds to learn more. That's ecampus.oregonstate.edu slash nerds. Do you really know what's in your multivitamin? Sugars, GMOs, synthetic fillers, artificial colorants, not to mention animal byproducts like sheep's wool and gelatin from hooves and hides are all ingredients you might find in a multivitamin. Now, let's talk about Ritual. I have tried these and first and foremost, I really love the sensation of these multivitamins. They have a very minty taste. Now, of course, I'm not actually chewing on these multivitamins, you swallow them, but it has a very refreshing sensation since it has this minty sort of experience, if you will, when you swallow the vitamin. So it's a very interesting kind of multivitamin, not your typical one. Ritual is formulated with key nutrients, including vitamin D3 to fill up the gaps in the diet. They have delayed release capsules that are designed to dissolve later in less sensitive areas of the stomach so you can take them with or without food. Your multivitamins are delivered to your door every month with Ritual. And guess what? The shipping is free. Always. You can start snooze or cancel your subscription at any time. And if you don't love Ritual within the first month, they'll refund your order. How awesome is that? So here's what you guys can do if you want to see what's up with Ritual. You deserve to know what's in your multivitamin. That's why Ritual is offering Black Girl Nerds listeners 10% off your first three months. Go to ritual.com forward slash nerds to start your ritual today. That's ritual.com forward slash nerds. Now, how can I get this uh, plane ticket and we can
1: travel to the universe of Zanzardia? I, I'm well, just I'm
0: making sure, you know, like
1: make sure I got my, you know, I'm booked and ready to go. Because I'm telling you, a place where it's like healthy, you got your vitamins right. You know, we got the queen of the vitamins here. I'm just asking. <laughs> Well, you know what? <laughs> we're we're going to have to try to get you a, um,
2: one of those portals, portals that we will have. We have super portals. See, there um, you go.
1: That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. You've yeah.
2: you, you you've, you've been there. where you ever seen those lights, the lights that they have? What do they call them? The yeah. lights in Africa and stuff. They turn purple and all of that. In certain parts yeah, of yeah, Canada. Yeah,
1: I, know. Me, I can't think of the name either, but I know exactly I what you're talking about. about. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah.
2: So their portal is in a place like that, how they entered the earth's realm
1: from Zanzardia. Oh, see, we need to be ready. See, we need to, we got Wak- we got Wakanda and we got Zanzardia. So we got to be ready exactly. to go people. We got to get ready. Exactly. That's <laughs> exactly right.
2: And and what's really neat about it too, Brian is the fact that the compassion that I spoke to you about with her being a female uh black leader right. is mm-hmm. uh very important because she you know, many times it's like the angry black woman, right? syndrome. Yep, type yep, absolutely. Oh, well, you don't you know do they you, you hire them and it's this or it's this problem or our hair or this, something's gonna be a problem. But the point is is that we are very compassionate women uh-huh. and we care and we give back to our communities all the time. And Absolutely, we yeah. stand on the shoulders of great women. Uh these women that we talked about in the video earlier stood on the shoulders, you and I stand on the shoulders of Sojourner Truth and uh Harper and uh, Mary uh, McCloud Bethune and all of these right. women who are uh-huh. fighting fighting for our rights and fighting for Black women to have the right to vote. And yeah,
1: absolutely, it's yeah.
2: exciting when you when you know that and you know that we're not just here because we're here, Ryan. We're here because somebody put in the work and now we're here to finish it. And so when we give people the opportunity to see us in the league, not the sidekick, uh-huh not the one that's in the back, maybe she'll maybe get a little bit of time in the, in the, in the film or whatever, but right. uh, the uh-huh. woman who's making the decision, who has the compassion, who hears that cry in the universe that the earth is having problems and uh-huh. she wants to help. And she assembles that team of the eight super fighters and brings them here. So it's very exciting to know that I created someone that I feel we already are. Mm, but yeah. not we don't
1: get a chance for it to be seen. Yeah, it's so it is so powerful. Um I love hearing you talk about um, you know, the vitamin woman, Queen Isha, because it's so it's like you said, it's it's so dope and it's such a amazing feeling that you can't even describe, especially for women of color, to be able to see ourselves in that superhero role. Um, and also like you talked about too, the way she is depicted. Um, and I can't, like I said, I'm so excited. Like I'm sure a lot of people are here for their kids to be able to see these images and, and read this book. But I'm here. See, I was I got the hookup, y'all, you know, before I go to Zandaria, where I'm looking at the vinyl stickers, I'm looking at the poster. Yes, so ma'am. her outfit, right, and her outfit is Ooh. very cool. Yeah, it's really dope. Um I don't, you want me to, I don't know if you want me to give away what's on the outfit because I don't know Boy, if be for people. you know you're talking now. You no, know, let it <laughs> let, let your let your expressive express girl. Go ahead. Listen, all right. So on this cape, y'all, we got Queen. Which let me tell you something: a black woman don't never need to walk around without a cape. They don't have Queen on it. Let me just gonna put that out there. <laughs> so you got that number one. Um, first of all, too, like what I think is dope about it too is the way they are dressed, because you know a lot of the um, which you know our frontline workers, you know, would be nowhere without them right now, especially we're going through. Mm-hmm. Um, how you see a lot of people depicting them as superheroes. I kind of mm-hmm. feel like you took this to the next level with the way she looks. Mm-hmm. cuz you know you have the red cross on the front you know the way she um the way she's protecting herself her arm yeah. you know it's very functional mm-hmm. so what yeah. um so what more Go ahead, go ahead, because I feel like you. Go, I was going to just tell you to like I kind of give us a little more details, details and everything on it. Yeah,
2: yeah. If you look at the poster there, Ryan, you will see that the eight characters are there, right? You mentioned the essential workers. Right. One of the uh, right. characters that I created is also diverse, which she is the first for uh, that I haven't seen—an Indian super fighter uh, from mm, uh, yeah. from India, uh, like mm. our uh, you know new uh, vice president uh, Kamala Harris. We want to shout right. out yeah. super uh-huh. fighter that yep, out, yeah. Who is uh, Black and of uh, Indian uh, culture and heritage. And sh- this, uh, she's called Shield Woman, and she has a shield. So it's mm-hmm. important that you said that because the essential workers are the ones that we teach kids in the book. We let let them know these are the people that you will see basically wearing these shields, the doctors, the um, nurses, the essential workers, people even that you have to maybe go to in a store or something. Because a lot of, you know, we had people die that worked in stores because people have all these people Uh coming up to them and they were breathing on them, you know? So scientists Uh and stuff wear that. So in the uh, midst of that, I wanted to create a world for each one of them. and. The Queen Isha's outfit needed to be different, (laughs) and I had already Uh get in their capes. Whatever they did, and we were trying to go. What could a queen? And it's like queen, queen. Uh She is. She has those royal beads on Ryan. She has the royal beads as a head dress around her head. She Uh has the uh, the necklace, this royal beads. She has bracelets that are royal beads, and they're, they have power. They have superpowers. Can't tell you what they are right now, but they have superpowers. And then she has that snatch. Do you
1: see She snatched on the waist? Yeah, yeah, she's definitely snatched. Yeah, that's she's what I'm telling snatched. you. She's ready to go. Like she's ready to battle everything and it's her- so comfortable and functional. Yeah, I love it. Yes, yeah, she
2: is definitely ready to go. So you're you're right. We did uh, making sure that uh, she looked different and that she was regal, but still able to do what she needed to do in, in her fighting skills.
1: And a couple of other characters too, because um, you know, before even before this whole pandemic, I know for me, um, this has probably increased that a little bit because we have to be so aware of what we're touching and and who are around and sanitizing everything. But I was a little bit of a germaphobe before this, so I'm i This is also a reason why these superheroes are relatable because you got sanitizer man, mm-hmm. um, you got a hand washing girl here. Yeah. And so I was just thinking, I was like, see, I love how it's like a little bit for somebody. And also too, if you have people that I feel like in my, in, um my thought process about it is if you have people that are nervous, that are people are judging them because they are a little bit of a gerbophobe or because they're watching this and that, you have like a superhero now, like this is, this is sanitizing man. <laughs> like, this Absolutely. Right. You're right. Because.
2: Yeah, because we wanted to deal with each area. Um, And did you see the uh, mask boy there? The mask boy. Mm, Yeah, yeah. mm -hmm. He has a mask on. He's ready to go. He can mask you up in a minute.
1: <laughs> wearing it properly. like I love for kids to be able to see that he's wearing it properly you know yeah. the instructions like this is going to be so dope like I can't wait for kids to be able to read this because it's like you want something it's one thing to sit them down and you're like oh, and they're looking like oh my gosh okay here's something else I got to do like I got to keep this mask on for this amount of time but you got a mask boy coming in the room and right. putting it on the right yeah. there boy, saving the day. <laughs> and yeah, what is you know it? what I mean sanitizer man look at his afro <laughs> yes the afro is on point y'all the afro like no sanitizer touch that this thing is on point i'm trying to tell you, you inspired that
2: that that uh that afro A yeah, uh, uh, of, of spike lee in high school the man oh started, okay it up. we we were inspired by that because i wanted this real cool afro and i tell mm-hmm. you, you inspired uh inspired that making sure that that fro was on point. <laughs> but sanitizing, <laughs> man, sanitizing Man is all about sanitizing. He's your best friend, Ryan,
1: because he's sanitized, sanitized, sanitized. Let me tell y'all something. I stays glued to some hand sanitizer. So when I saw this, I was done. Look, and no, you know, I'm not trying to take nothing away from Queen Isha because you know we need the Black Queens and she's representing. <laughs> but let me tell y'all, when I saw the sanitizer <laughs> <you> Man... <sanitized. laughs> Yes, I was ready because I saw that. Um, and, you know, we can't forget about the goggle, man. I was like, listen, I'm loving this because I want people to see these ways that you're going to protect yourself and keep right. safe out here because this is no joke, y'all. That's right.
2: And Ryan, you're right on. You're right on point because what happened is, is we realize that even adults, we've been traumatized, you mm-hmm. know. But the point is, we learned to be able to jump over a hurdle and we have more life experience, right, when things right. come up. So you still work, mm-hmm. and I work from the house. I do this. I do that. But you take a kid and you tell him he's got to wear the mask all day at school and he's got to do this and he's got it. Now he's at home yeah, and, mm-hmm. he's trying to do, and he can't see his loved ones. He can't see grandma. He can't go to You can't go to the store. He can't go to, to the movies. No, I like the movies. You can't go to the
1: movies. Man, yeah. that's yeah, that's yeah. hard. That's yeah. a rough one. Yeah.
2: So well, yeah, it's really important to realize that they have to be able to deal with all this. Mm-hmm. And what's yeah. cool is that these eight um, cool animated characters help them do that. They relate right. to them on their level.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, okay, so uh, parent I think parents are gonna lose over these little things. I can't even wait. Like I'm, I'm going way into the future for these little action figures and stuff. It's gonna be so cute. But um, <laughs> Ryan, speak uh, it. <laughs> I know, right? Just speak it out into existence. But okay, so tell us real quick, because I know parents are gonna be after they hear that they're gonna need to be lining up trying to make sure they get this book. So tell us because we know, we know how everything's going right now. Um, everything's popping off in 2021. We're waiting on certain things to get in place. So kind of tell them, you know, um the future of the book, when it might be coming out, what you guys are working on, what can you kind of tease for us as we kind of wrap up? Sure. One of the
2: one of the major things is that um we are looking at um th- making sure that we're trying to be thorough at first, you know, that they weren't telling us about the fact that uh, there were, there was airborne. So Uh that's very important. And it's been included. Also recently we've had vitamin D that has come up. um, And I want everyone that's, that's listening to this to, to hear me that they've done the, they have the data now, Ryan, they have the statistics that show everyone that has been affected by COVID and that has done badly and even unto death has been vitamin D deficient. Mm. So you need to get your testing done on that vitamin D. And after you do that, Queen speaking at this point, you need to make sure that you call your doctor. If they have to run your blood, get that blood ran, or just say, mm-hmm. hey, I want to get, you know, 4,000 ICUs of, um, uh, vitamin D3, or 2,000 ICUs if you're already healthy. But the point is, there was an open letter done to um, the CDC in America and to who's from all these doctors all over the world signing this letter. People can look that up on Google. On the Great Conjunction Day, it came out. And it said, we have data to prove that if you give people vitamin D, they are going to fare well and better because wow, yeah. some way vitamin D is fighting COVID-19. So of mm-hmm. course, you know, vitamin D man is going to have to be uh, Queen Isha's main site guy, right? Oh,
1: right. Of course. Of course. <laughs> fighting, yeah.
2: Fighting now. So what happens is that we've been able to try to get those things incorporated, which I'm very happy about because it's very important because we now have a variant coming in. Right. This variant that's coming in that's jumping faster than anything else. So the mm-hmm. book um, is uh, scheduled to be ready by the end of January. Uh, right. it's sooner than that, we're going to be great. But we also have wonderful um, uh, illustrations of each character. So each one mm-hmm. of these characters in the book, with their own little, um, you know, little chapter. You probably you might want to say um, has or their pages has their own monica. And that Monica is in like a, nice. okay. So it determines what's going on. So queen Isha says protecting your body with essential immune vitamins and minerals, build up an army of super fighters for your body's health. They help you fight the invasion of sickness from the evil coronavirus pandemic. So every super fighter has their own Monica. And so when they get the book, they're not just getting texts, they're getting beautiful illustrations to go with it. A beautiful uh, colored hand illustration and also the back. And then all this great information bought down to them on their level, but things that they can do to help them uh, be reminded of functional and Ryan, I'm saying functional because yeah. it's yeah. functional when they look up to the top leaders and they don't have on mask and they uh, don't know what uh-huh. they should be doing. So the yep. supervisors help them to understand the functional ways of being safe. Okay? Absolutely. Yep. So um, that's I'm really, really very excited about that. What we're moving into now is really uh, one other aspect I want to let you know is that we're moving into uh, not only just bringing the book out, but moving it into places like we say, speaking to existence with schools. Want to see these banners, mm, yeah. four by eights. So when the kids come in, they can look up and see a reminder big again. Oh, my mask. Oh, sanitizer. Oh, mm. hand wash yep. or whatever, which is really cool. Also, um, looking at um, the organization, say if you're in some place with your daughter and you're going to the health organizations, having these right. little um guidebooks there for kids there. So uh oh, yeah that something uh-huh. that's very special. And then of course um we are looking at doing some animation. But these are all things that are things to come. First we want to yep. make sure the book is there. We also uh-huh. want to build on it with a series so that the kids can get more into the characters of the super fighters. And then we want to uh, be able to move into some of the other things that we've kind of rolled out in this conversation. So people can look forward to some great things coming from the super fighters from Zanzardia who are now helping us to fight this evil coronavirus.
1: Yes. And it it's, and I'm so, yeah, this is going to be so cool. So many, so many helpful ways that you could be able to use this book and um, the way the images will grab you. I'm definitely going to be, y'all know I'm going to be already waiting for that uh, Sanitizing Man series. So you already know the first fan is getting ready to buy that one. <laughs> I <love Sanitizing> Man. <laughs> My bankers, it's so funny, you know,
2: with the entertainment industry and, 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 yeah. and bank with a bank in the, you know, that, you know, it's banking, entertainment industry bank. And, I get on the mm-hmm. phone with him and I kid you not. He's the manager of the whole
1: bank. You know what he says? Sanitize, sanitize, sanitize. <laughs> yep. See, I'm trying to tell you. Yep. It's I'm telling you the sanitizer, like and you can't forget hand washing, girl. I'm telling y'all quit playing at 20 seconds. Get some like, girl. Fall. <laughs> yes yes these superheroes did not come to play with y'all they look fantastic It's some great things coming up michele thank you so much. i need to call you michele aka queen isha because i think you so you gave us a little insert and i was kind of hearing queen isha come through so yeah you, i'm just putting it out there you i'm know, just saying you know, don't you ryan you know i'm working yeah, on that i, place, I so. already know yeah i already know i already know i'm just putting it out there but thank you so much it's been so much fun talking with you yes yeah. Yes, I really appreciate
2: uh, being here. I just want to say to um, to the black girl nerds, I really appreciate everything you guys are doing. You guys broke through some great barriers. You've been fantastic in an exemplification of black women uh, and black queens. And it's exciting. Um, we're going to be doing a package for you guys um, with some really cool things um, that uh, you guys will be excited about. I spoke with Jamie a little bit. We'll we'll work on that. And that'll be something that will be announced where you guys can come to the website and, uh, you know, we'll have something set up, you know, for black girl nerds. That'll be a few things that not only including um, um, the book, but a few other things that will be way cool uh, because of uh, Queen
1: Isha type of uh-huh. you know fan thing that we're gonna do. So you they'll love it. I love it. All the representation for the black queens. We appreciate you so much for what you're doing that you took this pandemic that was trying to keep you inside and you was like, look, I got a whole bunch of ideas in my head. So we to let this go. And kids are gonna love it because I'm already loving these stickers. Like I'm a little kid in here so this is going to be great.
2: <laughs> well we hope uh we do know that uh they at some point here they can go to um the WWW uh, COVID-19, uh, superfighters.com. And those stickers are available now, uh, for them to get as well as the poster. Um, so that poster is a special, uh, design for us. And you saw the cool shading that Uh was done by, um, uh, one of our artists called Starwalker, Jerome Starwalker. And he did that with an inspiration of kind of like an Emmy type of thing, but all the shading is so beautiful and it's a limited edition. Those things they can get now. And the book, they can go there and they can pre-order. But we will also uh-huh. do something um, special uh, for them. Follow us on the Facebook uh, uh-huh. uh, and on uh, Instagram. We're at COVID-19 Super Fighters. And um, on Facebook, I think we're COVID Super, uh, Super, because we okay. couldn't get the whole thing in. <laughs>
1: so definitely.
2: Gotcha. So- yep
1: yes yep guys definitely go follow um go ahead and pre-order yeah you guys are not what to miss this let me tell you I'm already getting a sneak peek on these images and yeah we're going to keep you posted and again Michaela, we appreciate it so much thank you thank you so much Ryan thank you for having me thank you and Jamie I appreciate it and it's been fun and everybody stay safe and like we already tell you get that hand sanitizer wear a mask be safe everybody <laughs> yes be safe Welcome to the Black Girl Nurse Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. And, you know, what do we know about digital comics and web comics? You know, basically, I love any excuse you guys already know to talk comics. So I am so excited to have my guest with me, the guest I have with me today, Eric Tapper. He is Director of Business Development for Global Comics. Cause we all know, you know, we got the Marvel, the DC and their digital platforms and stuff. But you know, sometimes it's good to mix it up, you know give a little love to the indie comics and branch out a little bit. So Eric, thank you so much for joining me today.
3: Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here.
1: Um- Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me. It's cool. I want to nerd out with you um, off the top here. Um, What what was it about comics for you? And did you have a favorite comic growing up?
3: You know, it's actually funny that you mentioned that. Oh, sorry. One sec. Um, It's funny that you mentioned that. I uh, actually I grew up more uh, interested in music. And uh, when I met Chris at our last uh, company that we worked together with, uh, he introduced me to Global Comics and was talking about it as an idea that he had, and that was actually my first introduction to comics. So I started reading a lot of alternative comics from uh, indie creators all over the web, and that is where my love for comics really started. Um, you know, of course, I read you know, various um, you know, superhero things as a kid, but it didn't really hook me, and uh-huh. uh, I've become a huge fan of a lot of the uh, indie creators that are currently on our platform.
1: Yeah, you guys have a lot of a lot of cool too, which we're going to get to. Um, but how did and you kind of gave us a little bit of the backstory, kind of starting here. But how did um, you and by the way, uh, for the listeners, I know Christopher um, Carter. Uh, Chris is the founder and CEO of Global Comics. Um, how did you guys kind of form that relationship, Eric? And what was the beginning of Global Comics?
3: So Chris and I met, him and I were working at a company where we uh, were developing this technology to help people play games uh, in huge groups. So, you know, thousands of people could play on their phones together on a big screen. And, uh, and we were just working to get that product out. And we became uh, fast friends because his role was to develop the product itself. And I was there to bring it to people and say, hey, this is something I think you'd like. So, um, you know, we spent a lot of late nights working together, you know, problem solving, figuring things out and just, you know, laughing and, and having our fair share of wine and whiskey. And, um uh, we just became best <laughs> friends and yeah, then, uh, after that, uh, company, uh, closed, we, uh, spent a few months doing our independent projects. And then he said, Hey, I, uh, you know i got some funding to get global comics off the ground and you know i'd love for you to be the person to help do that same thing to help get it out to people and help build a community and find the uh readers and the publishers who want to uh you know be a part of it
1: mm-hmm. and when you and you guys by the way have over um for the creators publishers over 100,000 um or a thousand um, comics on this platform. Tell us about um, for people that are not aware of. Can you break down exactly what is a web comic, and what has it been like for you guys to kind of create this space for indie uh, indie comics, indie creators in general?
3: That is a great question, and you know you can take apart the question in a couple different ways. A a web comic, you could say, is something that's designed for you know digital first, designed for the internet. And a lot Mm -hmm. of people find that, um, you know, they like the format of, let's say, a Webtoon, um, something that's a little bit less like a traditional, um, you know, printed comic book, a little bit more um, sometimes cartoonish and and just designed to maybe come out, you know, in small chunks over a period of time. Uh, The format is usually, you know, something like a vertical scroll where you can just kind of endlessly go through it by swiping. And um, a lot of the people on our platform, we do have um, a fair amount of that. We have some manga which is, you know, the Japanese uh, side of that. And uh, mm-hmm. a lot of the publishers as well have their print in, let's say, a, you know, a, a PDF, like a document, and they just upload it and then it gets reformatted to work in that format. So uh, in other words, you know, the web comic in our minds is something that is either made for web uh, first or it's people that have their document or their, you know, design their page and they're putting it into a digital format.
1: Mm-hmm. And what and it's so cool this this the idea too of a digital comic or starting on the web, um because you know the idea of trying to I guess trying to find a a publisher or you know having this idea in your head, and you're like, "Well, how can I get it out as quick as possible and like you guys like you said, global comics has so many cool, interesting different comics that you wouldn't think of um the way they're formatted, the way they look. So what's been the feedback that you guys have received from like indie creators, you know, people just having these ideas and they're like, well, nobody, you know, some of these other named comic companies are going to take this.
3: You know, that the the fact that you can, you know, release one page at a time to, you know, your fans who may, people might not want to read, you know, 24, 34, 36, et cetera, that many pages at right. once. Uh, they actually love the format. And you know, something we really focused on when developing this platform was making it something that creators could use in any way that fit the way they like to make comics. So, you know, you can go on and let's say you make 10 pages and you want to release one page a week, you can schedule that. And then as a reader, and you can go on and follow the people that you like, and then you get an email update saying, hey, this new page is released, you know, click here to read. And Mm. people have fallen in love with it. It takes the pressure off. Uh, right. comics are really expensive to make uh, and, mm-hmm. you know, having to make, you know, a massive uh, effort, you know, it can take a lot of money up front. So for a lot of our creators, they're, you know, people who work, you know, jobs and, and have, you know, other things go on in their life and uh, love the opportunity to be able to, you know, make it in a way that suits them. And I think that authenticity comes through to the reader because they're able to participate as much in the comic as the, as the artist and the writer's journey.
1: Right, and um, and also too. Speaking of the journey too, um, that I think is also cool about the different um things that uh, Global Comics offers the different um areas that you guys go into. So a lot of people know about the, you know, sometimes the creative side about how you're going to get out, how you're going to get the idea out, how you're going to write it. But what about the business side of it? Because you guys have a lot of educational content as well. Um, can you talk a little bit about that?
3: Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, there's the art, and then there's the business of the art, and they are. You know, they touch each other, but they are certainly different. <laughs> and, right, right. Uh, you know, and and you're right to ask. I mean, you know, the the are the business of, of making comics. Um, you know, it can sometimes be mysterious, it can be confusing, it can feel overwhelming, and something that we really want to do for our creators and and, and really focusing on, on indie folks who maybe don't have you know as much of maybe a corporate experience as some of the larger publishers. Um, you know, it's giving them the tools to be able to understand, you know, how do I actually market my, my comic? How do I find my audience? How do I tell them a story through social media? That's going to make them interested in in hearing my story, you know, in a, in a comic. And, you know, we try to really provide as much support and, you know, we owe a lot of that to Gamal Hennessy, our our VP of content. Who's, you know, a 20 year comic book veteran. He's uh, a lawyer in the comic book industry. And he, I recently published a book, and he's been really generous to share a lot of that through our blogs. Um, And we found that creators have found that really helpful. And and then also, there's a lot of business tooling for creators as well on the back end. They can have analytics for how their uh, comics are performing. They can see how people are reading through. Um, It's a really simplified format to get paid, so there's no questions. It's super transparent. Um, you know, the whole thing is really just designed to make that business stuff, which can feel scary, uh, as easy as possible and ideally take up as little time so our creators can focus on what they do best, which is creating. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Right. And how um, and to really break it down, too, for because I know there's probably people out there, their minds are going with these ideas in their head. How do people reach you guys, essentially? Because I'm thinking they just do they got I mean, you know, they just hit up your website like, hey, I got this idea. You know, how do I get it? How do I go about getting published on your site?
3: So if you want to publish on Global Comics it is an open platform very much in the way that you could start an Instagram account today and start posting pictures um of oh, course wow. we have, okay. you know we have content guidelines you know we of course don't support you know things like denigrating human beings um mm-hmm. you know and, and a variety of uh you know certain topics that we we think would be universally accepted it's just something that we wouldn't want to see in a community um you know, platform like that. But, you know, if you wanted to upload and you had a comic book, you could just uh, make an account as quickly as you would make an account on any other site um, and then immediately start publishing. And uh, there's no wait time to have it published. And Uh once it's out there and uh, you've clicked publish, you can click the link, share it on your Twitter, on your Instagram, on your page. You can embed a button to read it on your uh, website, anything like that. We actually have a video on our. Um, oh, sorry, we have a, a, a video on our YouTube as well. Uh, it's called mm-hmm. "How to Publish a Comic in Under Ten Minutes," and if you wanted oh, to wow. take a look, yeah. you can just find that on YouTube. And anybody who wants to publish can can learn how to do that in no time.
1: Yeah, that's just, it's just so like it's very fascinating to me how easy you and accessible you guys have made this. Um, cause you think, I think about the inner nerd I have and just, you know, trying mm-hmm. to come up with a, uh, a comic idea and that it's so, you know, it's so easy. There's a, or, you know, not necessarily easy creative, but it's so, it's such a, um, a easier route, I guess I should say to getting it out to everybody instead of waiting, you know, you know, maybe you don't have time to go to all the comic conventions, you know, we're in a pandemic right now, mm-hmm. just the way that it's accessible, right. uh, to everybody. I find really fascinating.
3: Yeah. I mean, that's definitely, I mean, that's the, that's the spirit, you know, it's at this point, I mean, we have the, I mean, we're a digital platform, right. And Uh something we often say to each other is, you know, for a digital platform, let's do it right. You know, let's actually leverage the fact that it's not, we don't have to, you know, we don't have to send our designs to a printer and have it, um, you know, all taken care of and then shipped. And then, you know, all of these Mm -hmm. things that are still very much a core component of the industry. Um, Right. But if we're going to be the digital arm of that, let's make it easy. Let's make it simple. Mm -hmm. Let's make it streamlined. Let's show you how the things work. Let's show you how it's performing. You know, let's make it so that, you know, you have no um, there's no barriers for you to reach your audience.
1: Right. Absolutely. And um, two, I want to kind of dive into some of the. the different comics that you guys kind of have, you know, kind of give some titles here for the listeners that are kind of interested in what you guys have to offer. Um, Cause you guys created me. I was lucky enough for you guys to create me a reading list here. Um, (laughs) So I definitely, I didn't make it all the way through. Cause like there was, there was like, by the way, guys, there is so many different genres and so many varieties. Like you were going to be in a maze for days. Like I was trying to figure out which way I wanted to go. Um, The first thing I landed on was the resurrected Mm. um, with uh, Christian Cartosh. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, writer mm-hmm. and director. That I love the diversity in this one. Um, the indigenous people of Australia. Like I'm not, I'm like, wow, like where did I, I even come from? And can you give us any, like you have any kind of background, sneak peek information you can give us on that kind of relationship, how you guys hooked up with them?
3: Yeah, of course. Um, we, I, you know, part of my job is finding, you know, people like Christian and, you know, finding stories that I think would be really compelling because, you know, that's, those are what really reach people. And uh, I think I was combing through Twitter one day and I found uh, a sample of his work and I thought, wow, this is actually pretty, pretty great. And I reached out to him and we just had a little bit of a back and forth in our DMs. And, you know, we just found that we really liked what the other person had to, you know, what we each had to offer. And uh, he pretty much just uploaded it. And like you said, I mean, that wasn't even the title that I had found initially. And then he uploaded that Mm -hmm. and I... I saw it, and within the first couple pages, you know, seeing the stories of the indigenous people in Australia and looking at the passage, you know, of colonialization and, and you know right. the negative effects that it had on the people, and and then mm-hmm. and then sort of zooming back into sort of a you know sci-fi futuristic dystopian uh, narrative was I just thought that was so creative, and uh, yeah, so that was just a by chance I found him, and and you know he's been great, and people have really loved that comic.
1: Yeah, this this is definitely one that you guys can get lost into, and you know, deal with everything we're going, we have going on in the world. Um, you know what they're not to not to spoil everything, but what they're using the stem cells for, and the experience is very, very interesting. Um, also, another one I had um, was um, now you might have to help me with the nor- the name for this. I think it's Noor, the Murder of an Island.
3: Uh, yeah, I think that's that's about right. Yeah.
1: Um, so publisher art crumbs Um, and basically guys like just to kind of like give you a little bit of something and nothing at the same time you have a small bird and a woman that wakes up on an island and if it sounds like it's going to have your mind spinning it will Um, this one like the art and everything and this is what you're talking about going back to like the manga comics and the different genres that you guys have Um, Mm. any kind of little tidbits or what uh, what do you have the story behind this one?
3: So um Artcrumbs uh is actually they were one of the first um people on the platform. They've been with us for several years before oh, um, wow. we were mm-hmm. this was a professional platform. So um you know we have a really really close and dear relationship with them and um and then recently when I had hopped on I I came across their work and was I was just astounded. I mean their art style—I mean, the fact that they are still, you know, this indie person and really, really breaking through now—but how long it's been—it blows my mind. Mm-hmm. It just totally blows my mind. I think their their work is gorgeous, and it's something that I regularly share out with different communities, and people consistently show up and are amazed by it. I would just recommend—it's mm-hmm. a free comic, so even if you don't have a Global Comics account, you can you can hop on and look it up uh, and read through and, and take a look for yourself because you know, it's, it's just next level.
1: Yeah, it is. It's very next level. Yeah. It's, um, it's pretty cool. And then this one, um, the session, um, you know, dealing with, um, a woman dealing with anxiety, but it takes this, this weird horror twist. Mm. Um, and you know, and I was just like, I was like, okay, I didn't see that coming when I got to the last page. Um, you know, very cool. And just like visually too pulls you in. Um, so what about, um, okay. Story and art by, um, Bazzarini? you have anything you have any or is it is it dd bazzarini
3: um you know offhand i'm not sure i that, that's one of those comics that just exists like in my uh yeah it looks like dd D. bazzarini mm-hmm.
1: yeah and your, but yeah but yeah guys but yeah that's really cool um for you are you guys that like the like the hidden horror and like i said it's a lot of these comics are very very timely to like the, a lot of emotions and what everybody's feeling today and um, you know, just keeping uh different diversity and things that you don't get to usually see in comics so I found that one really interesting um the other the other two I have the first one preheat um mm. uh Bill v. Jane um love this because we're talk we're now focused on the lgbtq community um with this one, which is really cool. um don't want to give too much away of, of of this but this one, but basically <laughs> there's this is a new twist to baking, I will say.
3: Yeah, it's um it's you know if if anybody saw the show uh, Weeds it reminded me a little bit of that storyline but
1: Oh yeah, that's you know. totally, yeah, that's true. I totally forgot about that. Yeah.
3: Yeah, definitely had a little bit of that in there. Um just some really smart characters. The writing is really witty. I love the artwork. It's a really uh consistent and um just it's just easy to look at. It's it's great. Yeah. And um, and I love the fact that it's, it's primarily, uh, you know, uh, led by, by women characters and it's, it's just, I mean, I think it's just a brilliant take. And and that's another comic that I've had the pleasure of sharing with a lot of different audiences and, um, and everybody has had the same reaction. They're, they're just down with it. And, um, and the first, I think the first couple chapters are, Oh, and actually, I think it's a fully free comic as well. So if you wanted to read, uh, chapters one and two, which is something like sixty or seventy pages, you can just uh, look that up on Global Comics too.
1: Yeah, that's but yeah, guys, you guys do not want to miss. Is really cool, like um, like Eric telling you the artwork is super cool on that one. Um, this one, by the way, um, wasn't on you guys' reading list, but I thought another cool feature that you guys um with the newsletters and the kind of updates that you guys send out once you're a part of the global the um Global Comics community. Um I think it's create I probably creative verse. I didn't catch who the writer was. It was in black and white um about like uh just a small synopsis just about an um an alien that comes and's trying to deal with a black hole on earth that I thought was super cool that it was just like the way the the art and everything was black and white and it was like a new look. Like you're not always going to go on a certain site and find a comic that's in black and white.
3: Yeah, you know, I'm actually I'm less familiar with that title, but I've definitely seen it come across a lot. Um Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, cave is, uh, you know, cave Chan is another one of our earliest, um, adopters and she, uh, you know, has been with us for, I think at least, you know, two years. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that work plus, you know, all of their other stuff is something that people are regularly, you know, reading through. I, I, I have the back end so I can, I can see where people are, you know, what people are checking out and that's definitely a, you know, really popular.
1: one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but Yes. Yeah, it's, it's it's cool. Yeah. It was just like, I kind of looked at, it, I was like, is this, and then at first I thought something was wrong. Cause like I said, it's cool that you guys are blinging out these different aspects of, hmm. of comic given creators is freedom because I'm like, is this supposed to be black and white? Like, am I looking at it right? But it actually, it works <laughs> with the, the vibe of the story and. And, you know, kind of sinking into it and kind of pulling you into this uh, different world. But, yeah. So, yeah, guys, I cannot say it enough. It's super cool to go check out Global Comics. You're going to find all kind of different publishers, creators, different storylines, plots. Um, so, yeah, it, it's super cool. And, um, Eric, I want to make sure it's Global comic uh GlobalComics.com, right?
3: Yeah, and that's Global Comics with an
1: X. Right. Yep. Yep. Definitely got to mention that. Um, but yeah, Eric, this has been so much fun. Thank you so much for hanging out with us and discussing you guys' titles and, um, you know, just digital comics, what you guys got going on.
3: Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Um, yeah. And, you know, if anybody ever has any questions, if you're on the site, you can just click contact us, send us an email, and, you know, Chris or I will be happy to, you know, to reach out if you have anything, uh, you know, or if you have anybody that you want to recommend that comes on the site. It's as simple as creating an account, clicking publish, and, and then you're ready to go.
1: All right. Thank you so much. And all the listeners, thank you guys. And stay safe. And I
0: will talk to you later. Bye. Bye now. The Black Girl Nerds podcast is produced by Jamie Brodnax. The opening theme song to our show is written and performed by Samus. Various instrumentals are performed by Samus, Sky Blue, and Shubzilla. You can find various episodes of the Black Girl Nerds podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Audio Boom, Google Play Music, and Spotify.